You are now listening to Miss Bruling. Today, I want to talk about the things I do to help me with my anxiety. If you suffer from anxiety horribly as I do, hopefully something that I mentioned today will help you cope better with it. So let's get started. I have been living with anxiety for some years now. I can't tell you how long it has been because honestly, I didn't know what it was at first. About two years ago, my anxiety was at its absolute worst. I felt like my life was spiraling out of control. I was frustrated and I just decided that I'm not going to let it ruin my life anymore. Anxiety can be very crippling. It can be very difficult to deal with, but you can't let it win. So what I did is last year, I came up with the word balance. I revolved my entire year around that word and I waged war on my anxiety. I had to take it down. It had to go. It could no longer stay. Before I get into telling you about what worked for me, let me just say this to you. Not everything works for everyone. You're going to have to keep searching the internet, talking to people, speaking to a doctor possibly to find the method that works for you. I can even tell you things that didn't work for me. I tried meditation. I think I couldn't calm down enough for that, so it didn't work for me. I also tried the breathing exercises. That didn't work for me either. However, both work really well for other people. So as I said, if something doesn't work for you, just keep trying, keep looking for that tool that works for you and stick with it. So let me tell you what tools I have in my artillery. Because as I say, I go to war. Number one, and number one is the, the boss bitch of the crew. It is the boss bitch, it is my go-to. First, to even do number one, you have to let the panic attack take you. That's one of the biggest mistakes I used to make when I was panicking. I would not let it take me. Once I feel it coming, I will try to fight it. I would like put it in a chokehold and try to take it down. Like, you're not going with me today. I'm not going to be your prisoner today. You're not taking me. We're going to fight. And fighting a panic attack is one of the worst things you can do. Do not fight it. Let it take you. So once you let the panic attack take you, just observe it. And once you're observing it and you're to a good mind space, talk your way out of it. It sounds crazy, but it works. So talk your way out of it. Bring yourself out of that panic attack. So you get all the way down to the bottom and you dig your way up and you just keep coming up with just dig your way out of it. What I do to dig my way out of a panic attack, I ask myself questions. I say, what is bothering you? Why is that bothering you? What can you do to fix it? What can you do to make yourself feel better? Can you change the situation? And at the end of all of it, I say to myself, everything will be okay. You're going to be fine. We're going to figure it out. You're going to be good. Just calm down. And when you're doing this, when you're talking yourself through a panic attack, be kind to yourself. I'm always very kind to myself when I talk myself through panic attacks. I call myself boo. I call myself, you know, sweetie. Like I am giving myself the cutest pet names. And I'm like, boo, what's wrong? Sweetie, what's wrong? You know, and I come out of it. And it brings you to a more balanced state. I even did it, you know, last night when 
I was making my smoothie and I started to feel it come over me and I was like, boo, what's wrong, sweetie? You were just good five minutes ago. Go back to that place, honey. Like, what's wrong? Like, come out of that. I don't even think that lasted like three minutes because I got to the root of it. I explained to myself that it was out of my control and that I can't do anything about it and I just need to calm down and give it some more time. And that worked. I was back to normal, back to making my smoothie, back to doing my art after that. So as I say, that's my go-to thing to do. Hopefully it will work for you also. Number two, and this is the second boss bitch in my pocket. I'm giving y'all all my stuff out of my pocket. I'm pulling all my anxiety things out of my pocket to show y'all what I do. So number two is that I write my thoughts out. So I started this project last year, um, 365 days of writing. I plan to continue it this year also. And I find that helps me because when I write things down, I get them off my mind. And if I get it off my mind, that's one less thing that my brain is going to run scenarios for. Because if I get it out onto paper, if I get it out onto my blog, it's gone. It's gone from my mind. The less things I'm thinking about, the less likely I will panic. Third thing that I do, I learn from watching Jane the Virgin. It's a tapping sequence. Now, I was extremely skeptical about this. I, I did not think it was gonna work. When I saw it, I was like, what is she doing? I, I paused it and then I went to Google and I looked up the sequence. I even went to YouTube and I looked up different videos and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try this. And it's very comforting, like I'm, I'm doing it right now. Can you hear me tapping? Probably not, cause it's really soft. And I think that this works because you get so caught up in the tapping, you can't think about anything else. So I think that's why it works. It shifts your focus. Sometimes I even tap in different rhythms to make it more fun. I tap in the mirror. I, you know, I tap. Try it out. Let me know if it works. Um, number four. Look. <laughs> number four. <laughs> Set reasonable expectations for yourself. I'm a big violator of number four. I'm a huge violator of number four. Number four is probably the main reason why I panic. I do not set reasonable expectations for myself. In my head, I am Superwoman. In my head, I have all the time in the world. In my head, I can get anything I want done. In reality, nope, nope, can't do it. Don't have enough time, don't have enough patience. It's not doable. So set reasonable expectations for yourself. I had to explain to myself that things will not always work out the way I want. I have to keep myself extremely neutral and I make sure that I keep reminding myself that things can go either way. As you can possibly tell, I talk to myself a lot. I coach myself a lot. And I think self-coaching is one of the things that gets me through the day. Like talk yourself through things. Number five, accept, 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 accept. However, be careful with accepting too much because you can probably accept your way into a depression. I did that one time and it was horrible. It took me weeks to get out of it. 
I might do a podcast on that later on, but whoo, that was an experience. Accept the things that you cannot change because stressing about it only makes it worse. Number six, identify your triggers and learn to manage them. Let me tell y'all something. This one here is extremely hard for me because most of my triggers at work. My manager is a trigger. Um... My director is a trigger. The lady that works at the foot of the stairs that always calls me in the morning, Sigh, come do this. She's a trigger. So I have a lot of triggers at work. I'm extremely efficient. So people prefer to work with me, but some of them, oh my God, they make my anxiety worse. So I have to avoid them. And what I started doing is I take longer routes to get to my desk. I take longer routes to get to the people that I need to get to, to avoid the people that I need to avoid. So learn your triggers, identify them, and try to find ways around them or try to find ways to eliminate them or try to find ways to limit interaction with your triggers. Number seven, I exercise. Um, I started exercising more last year January and I kicked it into overdrive like in March I do five days a week but um you can do whatever works for you if five days is too extensive aim for two or three I find that when I exercise when I feel panicky it would go away because I am literally dying when I'm exercising who has time to panic When you can barely make it through a set. Who has time to panic when you're struggling to lift a weight? Who has time to panic when you are trying not to drop a dumbbell on your toe because you're struggling? You can't do the two. So guess what? That anxiety has to take a backseat to the exercise. And it has to just sit there. And then it goes while you're exercising. So, as I say, you can't die of exercising and panic at the same time. So, exercise helps with the panicking and it's even good for you. You know, get that good up body while you're getting that good up mind and soul. Get it. Get that good body while you're working on your mental health at the same time. Look at that. You're killing two birds with one stone. So, exercise. Number eight. Sleep, 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 sleep. Sleeping helps me to control my emotions better, which led to me panicking less. When I am tired, I get frustrated easily. I lose my ability to focus, which increases the likelihood of me panicking. So yeah, you have to sleep more because when I don't get enough sleep, I come to work grumpy and then when I encounter one of my triggers, that's it. Panic Central. Panic Central all day. We're going to be in Panic Town, Panic Island, Panic City. And that's just me all day just because I didn't get enough sleep to deal with my triggers or to deal with something that randomly popped up on my schedule. Okay, number nine. Number nine only works for me if the panic attack isn't too bad years ago i came across an article on yahoo that listed some songs that were calming 
I didn't have most of the songs, but I had the Adele song, Someone Like You. That song really calms me. Um, other songs that I find that calms me are This Woman's Work by Maxwell. Um, his song, Pretty Wings, also calms me. And Matis Yahoo's song, King Without a Crown, calms me also. Um, there's a couple other songs like by The Fray and Coldplay. So you have to find those songs that can get you down from that elevated state into a more calmer state. But as I say, the music only works if the attack isn't that bad. If it's really bad, as I say, I go to the boss bitch number one and I talk my way out of it. Number 10, do things that you find calming. Like I like to color. I find coloring to be very calming to me. I find doodling to be very calming to me. Like when I'm in meetings that I do not care to be in, I, I draw. I'm horrible at drawing, but I love doing it. So that's how I stay calm in like meetings that I don't want to be in. I just doodle and I draw things and I sketch things of things that I may want to draw digitally because I'm a kick-ass digital artist. I'm a horrible traditional medium artist. So yeah, if you think coloring is calming to you too, start coloring. If going for a walk is calming, go for a walk. If you're the type of person who loves to hear the waves crashing against the beach like me, I love it, go to the beach. So just do things that you find calming. So that's what's in my artillery. Hopefully something that I mentioned would help you. Um, just as a recap, number one, let the panic attack take you and talk your way out of it. Remember, ask yourself the question, what is bothering you? Why is it bothering you? What can you do to fix it? What can you do to make yourself feel better? And can you change the situation? And then remember at the end, give yourself that comfort boo. Like be like, sweetie, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be good, we gonna be fine. We're gonna be good. Number two, write down your thoughts. Remember, if it's on paper, if it's on a blog, if you could get it off of your mind, it won't be there processing with all the other things that you have on your mind. Get it out. Number three, tap it out, boo. Tap it out. Get into that tapping sequence. It works. As I say, if you do a little fun rhythms with the tapping, tap it out. Number four, those expectations. Watch those expectations. Set reasonable expectations for yourself. Don't spread yourself too thin. Don't overexert yourself. Set reasonable expectations. Number five, accept Accept the things you cannot change and move on. We're not stressing about things we can't change no more, boo. This is 2020. We are moving on. Number six, identify your triggers and manage them. That X that you keep answering text to, be a trigger. Stop answering, boo. Don't answer that, dude. Find your triggers and avoid them. Number seven, exercise. Get that good body and that good mental health. I'm telling you, you don't want to see my body right now. Exercise. Number eight, sleep. Get that good sleep. Aim for at least seven hours at night. Eight is optimal, but if you can't get to eight, at least do seven. That five to six hour sleep you guys be doing is the reason why you're panicking. You're tired. 
you're frustrated. You don't got the patience to deal with the issues that get thrown at you during the day because you're tired. So get some sleep. Number nine, find that soothing music. Find that music that calms you. Find that music that gets you into your good mental health space. Like find that music. Number 10, do anything that you find calming. Go for that walk. Go have a talk with that friend. If you like ice cream, go get that ice cream boo. Cookies and cream, the best. Um, if it calms you, do it. So there you have it. That's all the things that I try. As I say, number one is my go-to. It works. It should work for most people. But if there's something that you've done that I haven't mentioned, let me know. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Brulee. You can find me at Tumblr using the same handle. So hit me up. Anyway, this is Miss Brulee signing out until next time.